Okay, we are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Perak Lamed Zion, Pasuk Aleph, Vayihi Kishmoa HaMelech Chizkiyahu. So we are right in the middle of a four-chapter recap of the miracle of the defeat of Sancheirev. But as we've stated before, Yeshayahu here in a complete departure from the stylistic uh, nevuos that he has been given, now is reciting a verbatim account from Melachim of this miraculous victory. And so we left it yesterday where Rav Shakeh, the very aggressive, obscene uh, general of Sancheriv, delivers a terrible, violent prophecy to the three delegates that Chizkio was sent out to greet him in response to the accusation that Chizkio, in violation of the agreement with Ashur, is planning uh, an insurrection. And so after Rav Shekeh, who, as we said, is an apostate Jew, who is Sancheirev's top advisor in general, relieves himself of an obscene, blasphemous diatribe to the delegation, and they come back and they rip their clothes, they do Kriya, because we know from the Gemara in Moe Katan tells us that when one hears blasphemy of the Shem Hashem, he must tear his clothes. And so they come back and they relate the conversation, as it were, with um, Rav Shekeh to the king, Chizkiyahu. Vayihi kishmoa hamelech, pasuk alef, when king Chizkiyahu hears, vayikra es begodav, he tears his clothes, vayaskes basak, he covers himself with sackcloth, vayovo beis Hashem, and he goes to the beis hamikdash. From this we learn, and this reinforces the Gemara in Moed Katan, that the chiyuv, the obligation to tear one's clothes when one hears the shame Hashem being blasphemed, is that not only those who hear it, but those who hear it secondhand, like this is hearing from another source, must do kriya. Interestingly, the exception to this is if you hear it from a non-Jew, you are relieved from uh, tearing your clothes. However, Chizkiyo tears it, and this reinforces what we have said, that Rav Shekeh was Jewish, an apostate, but he was Jewish, and that is why Chizkiyo tore his clothes after hearing the uh, second-hand account. Vayishlach es Eliyokim asher he now, Chizkiyot, sends his delegation, Yochim, who was in charge of both the house of Chizkiyot and the Beis HaMikdash, Veshevna HaSofer, Shevna the scribe, Vezikneh HaKohanim. He sends as well the elders of the Kohanim, Mikasim Besakim, dressed in mourning clothes, El Yishayahu ben Amotz HaNavi. He sends them to Yishayahu. Vayomru And they say to him, the messengers say on behalf of Chizkiyo, Koamar Chizkiyo, Yom Tzara V'Tochecha V'Notza Hayom Hazeh. 
This is a terrible period of tzara and uh, rebuke. Unatsam hayom hazeh. We are um, uh, are in need of uh, salvation. Very interesting metaphor, because we are like a woman in childbirth, about to go through the last pang of delivery. She is almost complete with her labor. She now has to make that final push, as it were. She has no strength to make that final exertion. That's the situation we find ourselves in. We're in pain, but there is no uh, possibility of now the charming. We are just in um, total pain, but with no favorable outcome. Perhaps we're saying to Yeshayo, you have heard what Rav Shekeh has said on behalf of his messengers and on behalf of the king of Ashur. That you may have heard the terrible blasphemy he committed against the Kaddish Baruch Hu, um, and that Hashem uh, must have heard him. Therefore, we are asking that the Kaddish Baruch Hu uh, do something about this situation. Uh, and I am giving you this prayer, and I'm asking you, Yeshayahu, to render this prayer to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Because for those who are left, the remnants, why are they the remnants? Well, the ten tribes have been exiled. The rest of Yehuda has been conquered. We in Yerushalayim are all that's left, and they are threatening to destroy that. And they fulfill that mission and go to Yeshayahu. He listens and he responds. This is what you tell your Lord. Ko Amar Hashem, thus says the Kodesh Baruch Hu, Al Tira Mipnei Hadvarim Asher Shamata, do not be frightened, Chizkiyo, of these words that you have heard from Rav Shechei. Gidfu Nare Melech Asher Osi, yes, I know that they have blasphemed me, and it's a very interesting um, put down or pejorative against the uh, king of Assyria, I've heard the blasphemy that Na'are, the children of Melech Ashur, they don't matter. They don't account for anything. They're like children. So Hinani no Seinbo Ruach, I am going to give you the spirit of salvation. Bishama Shmua Bishav El Arzo. Sancherev, on his way to besiege Jerusalem and destroy it, will be distracted. He is going to hear some news. And the second part, in the end, Bishavel Arzo, he will return to uh, Ashur, and he will fall by the sword in his own land. The, there will never be an arrow fired, a sword unsheathed. He will be totally defeated, return to his own land to face a certain death. By Yosha Rav Shekei, by Yimsa Esmelech Ashur, 
Rav Shekei goes back to inform uh, Sancheriv, Nilcham Ad Al Livna, and he is told that he is going to Livna, Kishama Ki Nosami Lochish, that he is left with his army from Lachish. Lachish, we said, was the provisional capital in Judea where Sancheriv garrisons his troops as he's about to make his next move to Yerushalayim. Vayishma, and why did he make this move to Livna? Vayishma al Terchaka Melech Kush. And he hears that Melech Kush, by the name of Terchakna, has mounted a rebellion against Sancheru. Lemor Yotzali Lachemitcha, Vayishma, Vayishlach Melachim El Lemor. And so he is diverted, Sancheru. He must first get rid of this distraction of a rebellious king in his empire. But this is fascinating. Even as distracted as he is, he has time to send a message to, to his Kyo. Um, to say, as it were, don't think you are off the hook, if one can use the vernacular. I'm coming back to get you when this is over. Do not be um, fooled by your God, that you have such faith and security in. Who is telling you, do not be frightened because of Melech Ashur. You have heard our history in Asher is how we have destroyed every nation that stood against us. That's a question. So I'm saying, you know our history. Do you really think you are going to be the exception to the rule and defeat me, Sancheirev? Avosai as Gozan Beschoran, was the gods of any of the nations in my vast empire that I have conquered, will they have any help to the nations I conquered? Ishrisu Avosai as Gozan and Haran and Retzeth and Bnei Eden, which is in the land of Klasher, they got no help from their gods. I destroyed their gods. Do you think, really, that you are going to be the exception? Hamas, where is the king of Hamas? Umelech Arpad, Umelech Lair Spravayim, Hanave Eva. Where are these kings today? They're gone. You think you're going to be an exception? And apparently he has written this Sancheru to Chizkiyohu. Chizkiyohu takes these letters, Miyad Amrochim, Vayikra'ehu, he reads them. And in fear, Ayal Beis Hashem, he goes right away to the Beis Hamikdash for Yifosheyu, he spreads them out, Chizkiyohu, Lifnei Hashem, before the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And he prays to him, You, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, who dwell in the Kruvim, that is the cherubs that are above the Aaron HaKodesh in the Kodesh Kedoshim, which we know the Kruvim spoke to Moshe. So it is the holiest place in the temple. And he says, 
Kaddish Baruch Hu, you who dwell in the Kruvim, Atahu Elohim Levatcha Lechomam Lechosaris. You are the sole God, the sole creator of every nation. You created the skies and the earth. Listen, open your eyes and see. Who has done so much to blaspheme, and in this letter blasphemes the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Omnam Hashem hechrivu malchei ashur. Certainly the Kaddish Baruch Hu will destroy all the nations of Ashur, as Kolarat Sos, the lands they have conquered, Vesatsam. Venasanes Elohechem ba'esh, and he will put these idols, these icons of theirs, into the fire. Kilo Elohim hechma, they are not gods. They are the handiwork of man, eights, wood, even, they've been carved out and they will be lost. Continues Chizkiyo in his prayer to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Save us from his hands. Everyone will now know that you are um, the ruler of all the nations of the world and the sole ruler, that you have no other um, accomplices, as it were. You are the sole creator and the sole director of the world. And Yishayahu hears and he sends word to Chizkiyo Lemor. Koamar Hashem Eloke Yisrael Asher Ispalalza Elayah Sancherev Melech Ashur. Thus says the Lord, who has heard your tefillah regarding Sancherev. Zehadavar Shadibar Hashem Allah. This is what the Kaddish Baruch Hu is saying about Sancherev. Which he says, Do you not understand? They are belittling you. The women of Yerushalayim just have no regard for you. And you are just um, cursed by the daughters of Yerushalayim. You're ridiculed. You're laughed at. What, what are you doing? You are blaspheming and you are praying from the heights, uh, yelling from mountaintops, lifting your eyes, lifting your eyes, intending to take the Kadosh Israel, the Beis Hamikdash itself. You have, on the part of your uh, servants, your messengers, you have blasphemed, with my great army of chariots and horsemen, I will go to the heights. We know is a um, synonym for the Beis HaMikdash. I am going to do nothing less than capture the base Hamikdash, the Hros Karmos Arozov. I will metaphorically cut the cedars of Lebanon, Mibchar Baroshov, the Avomorom Katsuyar Karmilo. And I will ascend to the heights 
and I will ascend as to the forest of Carmel, a metaphor for complete supremacy. Continues the Navi, Ani karti v'shosisi mayim v'achriv b'kaf pami kol yorei motzar. That's Sancheriv is saying, do you think you're depriving me of water sources, or diverting the water is going to stop me? Um, I can carve all the water I want. I can get all the, the supplies I need. I'm Sancheriv. Have you not heard my history, says Sancheir, what I've done? I have captured and destroyed and leveled uh, cities, fortified, unfortified. And I have taken vegetation and that which was grown, and I have leveled it. There's nothing but wasteland there. Now Hashem is speaking to Yodati. He's saying to Sancheirev, Sancheirev, you are just a tool, a pawn in the hands of Hashem. I know your comings. I know your goings. I know when you counsel. I know when you rage at me, you are nothing but a pawn in my hand. Yan, because you have angered me so, and have uttered such things in my ear. I will turn you away. You will not reach Jerusalem or capture it, the precincts. I will send you back on the way you came empty-handed. And this is a sign, if you want, continues the Kaddish Baruch You're saying you've laid waste the food supplies, the vegetation. This will be your sign. In the first year, there will be growth coming back from the devastation you have wrought. We'll see it blossoming in the second year. There will be magnificent burden growth of the vineyards and the wheat fields, and they will eat of their fruit. You have no power to control the food supply, the water supply, anything in Yerushalayim. They will plant the roots below the ground and it will make the fruits on top. Out of Jerusalem will come the remnants. The jealousy of the Kodesh Baruch to protect them uh, will do all this. He also says to um, Sancheirev uh, in Chavtes, um, I will put my hook into your nose and my muzzle 
into your lips. I will totally nullify you. You will be left with absolutely nothing. And thus, you have nothing to worry, Chizkiyot, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu to him. Tomorrow, we're going to see an intervention where Chizkiyot is faced with death almost at this very moment. So, Adkan, 8.45 tomorrow, uh, we will continue.